Hi, welcome everyone to Pop Cult X, episode 94. Uh, pop culture from a Gen X point of view. Let's go ahead and get started with me as always is Danny. My name is Gabriel and we are the Generation X connoisseurs of pop culture. <laughs> and uh, so let's go ahead and get started. What's uh, What's been up with you, Danny? What have you been into? Well, a few things. So I watched a few movies, um, read a few comic books, played some video games. Um, you know, the you know the usual, the usual. I guess you could say that's you know that's pretty much what we do here to prepare for this show for everyone out there to be mystified by our knowledge, I guess, of pop culture. So I, I, I the first thing I'll say is I. I learned about and started playing a game on my phone called Marvel Snap. It's a pretty addictive game. It's basically like a card game, turn-based, where you get different superheroes and villains in your deck, and then you play against, I don't know if it's a computer or random people out there, but it's been pretty fun so far. I've been enjoying it. Everyone, If anyone's out there playing and they know more about it than me, please feel free to leave me a comment in the in the comment field or find us on our social medias and let me know uh tips tricks it's been pretty fun i'm doing pretty good i think i've lost only like once so kudos to me what about you what have you been up to <laughs> um i went to the movie theater um for for once uh it's been a while since i've been to the actual movie theater and so uh, we went down to the amc and saw a uh, knock on the cabin door i believe is what ah, it's okay. called I am Night Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. Um, it was quite interesting. It uh, for those that haven't seen it, um, it's about uh, a married couple um, who happens to be a same-sex couple who has an adoptive daughter mm-hmm. who are approached by a group of four random people who say that um, the end of times <laughs> is coming, and in order to prevent it. They have to willfully choose to sacrifice one of their family members. So either, you know, a father, a father or the daughter. Um, And uh, basically what what happens or what ensues after that. Um, It's really good. It's it's well written. Um, It's different from many of his other films, I should say. Um, But it was pretty straightforward. I I rather liked it. Um, It was entertaining. Uh, Mm -hmm. Nothing. You know, no super weird plot twists like some of his other films. I think that maybe he might have given up on that uh, as a gimmick, <laughs> which is good. I think like I I don't necessarily need to have a surprise ending or surprise surprise twist at the end of every film that he makes. Um, but the acting was really good. Um, I think that uh, the the standout performance would be um, from now. I can't think of his name, of course, because I'm old. Bautista. Yeah, yeah, but Dave Bautista, he was really good. He plays a coach slash uh, teacher, and um, he is one of the main, you know, antagonists of the film. He's trying to convince them to to kill one of their mm-hmm. family members. So mm-hmm. it's it's really good. It's it's well directed um, by M Night. He makes a a surprise appearance in it as he always does in his films. Um, so uh, I would recommend it. It's definitely was, was fun to be in the theater again and, and see like a popcorn movie, what I would call like something that kind of you get engrossed in and, and, you know, have your big tub of popcorn and soda and, and <laughs> it's entertain, you know, it's entertaining. It's, it's full. It's fun. I wonder if it didn't have the classic M night twist at the end it was because he it was based on a book right that he didn't write oh is it 
Yeah, it's based on a book by an author named Paul Tremblay called um, Cabin at the End of the World. Um, oh, nice. So I wonder if that's the reason why it didn't have that twist is because he was being more authentic or more honoring the book. Interesting. I can't wait to see. Yeah, I had no idea it was based on a book. And now I kind of want to read the book, of course, because I'm like a nerd and I, I love reading. <laughs> um, yeah, that would explain it um and i when we went i kind of wondered you know i wonder if he wrote this film as well and i didn't quite catch if he wrote the um the movie but there you go there you have it so um that may explain <laughs> it but i'm really kind of glad that he kind of maybe just took the helm of director this time um and didn't mm -hmm. stick to his own script um right sometimes right. his movies can be a little know much with the the um surprise ending at the end so um really was kind of fun watching that but um after that of course uh this week we saw an episode of the last of us which is um still going strong really well acted um fun plot um kind of suspenseful you don't really know what's going to go on a little bit of a cliffhanger this week uh for those that have watched it they know what happened for those that haven't watched it um <laughs> it's a bit of a cliffhanger so you don't know what's going to happen um so it's it's keeping me on the edge of my seats uh definitely i'm looking to try to find out what happens even though you know i guess it's already written because it's based off a video game but i've never played the video game so i don't really know what's going on but um, I continue to become a fan of all of the actors that are involved in in it because they're just so it's so well acted. It's so good. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm still I still need to catch up, but it is a fantastic series. And I think one of the better ones that HBO Max has done. Yeah, for sure. So you said you read some some stuff. Oh, what did you read this week? Uh, well, I finished, I guess I would say I read. um the Black Widow from 2020, the run written by Kelly Thompson. And mm -hmm. it is fantastic. I don't know if you've read any Black Widow comic books or not. I haven't. It's not one of my favorite characters, but... If you still have the Marvel Unlimited app, go look up the Black Widow run from 2020, uh, written by Kelly Thompson. It is just fantastic. It includes... It's suspenseful. It includes... um. It has so many guest appearances. Of course, Black Widow's, Black Widow's in there. Yelena comes in. Uh, Spider-Woman comes in. No, not Spider-Woman. Aranya comes in. So Anya Corazon comes in. Um, Hawkeye's there. Uh, what's his name? Winter Soldier. <laughs> That's me pointing to the <laughs> fake R. <laughs> um, yeah, it just has... It's, it's really good. Keeps you on the edge of your seat, like you were saying about the video game movie or series. And it's just really, really well written. I highly, highly recommend you go read it. Yeah. <laughs> it just... There's something about reading comics where the, the characters don't have superpowers that really bugs me. I don't know why. Like, I just... <laughs> I have to have superpowers in order for me to get into it. It's yeah. too real. It's too... Um, it's too based in reality, I guess. For me, I, yeah, that, I can see that. Yeah. You know, you can pick up a bow and arrow and become like an expert at it, but <laughs> uh, you can't pick up Mjolnir and become the God of Thunder. Like, it just, I don't know. It's different. Uh, yeah, okay. I can, I'll but give you I, that. I, if, based off of your recommendation, I will have to check it out. Mm -hmm. um, but I like to stick to my uh, superhumans and mutants and, uh, you know, godlike powers. 
<laughs> fine, whatever. <laughs> but it's weird because you you definitely stick to that same like I don't think that you've really read anything with with anyone that has well, I guess Daredevil has superhuman abilities, right? Because he can hear. Yeah, they're superhuman, yeah. Yeah, they're not like godlike, yes. but they're superhuman, yeah. Yeah, yeah superhuman-esque. Um, but they're kind of more real and kind of based in somewhat of a reality, I well, would say. I've read, I've read Moon Knight. He gets his power okay. from the moon god, right? Kunoshu. So I read that. Yeah. So that he's kind of the, well, he's the, the fist of the, the guy on earth right so he's like the avatar or whatever you want to call it down here um i've also read started reading the avengers unlimited i think it's called like avengers affinity or something it's like the on that app as well and that's yeah. cool they, there's a little series in there called the kaiju Wars where it, like it scroll it up yeah yeah, yeah. those are weird those are they're weird but they're cool same time yeah yeah i think one of our our guests that was on the show uh terry did one of those for nova do you remember was it yeah for nova and yeah. and they're they're interesting i checked it out um it's an interesting kind of um way to read a comic mm-hmm. uh, to just kind of keep rolling and the format's kind of cool yeah and another guest alex segura he just he he's doing the current avengers arc on there as well that's what got me started reading that avengers one the other thing I watched was on Apple TV Plus. Now, I will say this. Apple TV Plus is really making a big push, I think, to become like the best streaming studio around because they have Ted Lasso. They have Mythic Quest. They have um, Servant, which is M. Night Shyamalan's uh, series. They have um, many other ones. But the one I started was Hello Tomorrow with Billy Crudup. So I saw like the first three episodes of that. And it's like a retro futuristic so i think it looks like it takes place in like the late 50s early 60s but all the tech is like picture like a live action jetsons in a way so they got robots that are automated they got flying cars and stuff like that so that's why i call it the retro futuristic type stuff but it's really cool he plays like a salesman that's selling property on the moon because there's a human colony on the moon there now so it's it's really cool it's really interesting the acting is really well done by billy crudup i really I've seen him in other stuff, but I really appreciate his chops in this one. Nice. It feels like they're kind of going with like, like a small volume of shows, but like really high quality. Yeah. Whereas like Netflix has like a ton of stuff that they, you know, put out. Uh, Amazon has a lot of stuff. Um, but it it looks like like feels like there's not as much content, but the content that they do come out with is really well thought out and really mm-hmm. high quality. Um, that's my you know my perception of what Apple's doing, but um, really cool. Um, what other stuff have I watched this week that has been really good? I'm trying to think of. Um, there's some books <laughs> that I'm watching regarding uh, there. It's a sh- uh, it's a show called Lockwood and Company. Uh, have you started watching it did you yeah. watch the whole series already i think we're up to episode six five or six oh, okay. yeah yeah it's, it's pretty an interesting good. concept for for those that like don't know it's um about uh england where there are teenagers who can sort of deal with the paranormal they can either see the ghosts they can sit hear them they can kind of have all these type of like 
extrasensory perception powers and then the adults who like grew out of those powers kind of lead them in catching these ghosts i guess and kind of solving the mystery around um the ghosts and um but it becomes a very big kind of bureaucracy and one of the main protagonists gets kicked out of the organizations and has to kind of go start with this small uh teenage led Mm-hmm. paranormal investigative group um who's led by lockwood um his his surname so um it's really interesting it's really well um uh, really well acted um i love anything that's british um so i'm i'm all aboard for that um but it's really <laughs> fun so far i think i've i'm on episode three as of right now yeah i think it's really good and i think um so the overall premise right where like there's this affliction that been really catastrophic to the whole world where like these ghosts they touch people and they kill them or they put them into some like catatonic state right and um i think there's a lot of promise there or not promise but you can go like international with it right so it's not just happening in england it's happening all over the globe so imagine you get the united states version you get the um medical version spain version whatever you want to say so i think that's really cool when i was watching it that's where my mind was going it's like if this is happening globally, how are they attacking it in other countries? So, curious to see if they yeah. expand. Yeah, that'd be really cool. And like, which of the ghosts would be the the worst to have to deal with? Like, of any country, which one would you like? I want to stay out of there. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, oh goodness. Maybe where are the Vikings from? Like Norway or something? First thing that pops into mind is Germany. I don't know. They, they. I mean, I guess they have a bad reputation, but like they, yeah, I was thinking more like Germans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, in this world, when did the affliction happen? Was it after World War II? Before? I don't recall the exact timing of it. But yeah. if it's like after World War II, imagine the amount of ghosts in germany and stuff yeah that would be yeah horrific yeah i did watch another movie um called the woman king that's on netflix now and it is it was really well done really enjoyed it the viola davis should have been nominated for academy award for that role it was really really well done um also the supporting actors on that movie um what's her name i have it here hold on um Thuso Mbedu, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, but she plays like the main character who it's the story's like, not centered around because that's Viola Davis, but she plays like the main sub supporting actress, I guess you would say. And then um, Sheila yeah. Atim, I think that's how you say her last name, Sheila Atim, she was really good as well. Nice. Um, I know there was some controversy surrounding um, that, but I, I'm just curious to watch it because they're supposedly um, based the Dora Milaje from Black Panther on these group of African warriors. So mm-hmm. just that alone kind of makes me um, really intrigued by by the historical aspect of it um, because they were, you know, quote real. Um, although you know, there's some controversy as to whether or not they sort of downplayed their um, their role within the slave trade, um, but. I think that just as a vehicle for having a vehicle for strong women, 
um, yeah. is really interesting. And um, I am kind of wanting to watch it just based off of that. I'm a huge fan of Viola Davis. I think she's like, I mean, it's sort of like the newer generation version of Meryl Streep. Not that Meryl Streep's gone, but <laughs> she's like picking up the mantle where Meryl Streep has kind of trailblazed, I guess, like just yeah. good film after good film after good film. So uh, definitely want to check it out. Yeah, it is. It is really. And I when I was watching it uh, and that was the first thought that popped in my head is like, oh, it's just like in Black Panther. And I was thinking, did they base it on these this actual women warrior tribe? And I guess they did. So that's pretty cool. So anything else? All right, you so see? the other thing that I've been watching. <laughs> Use take three. Well, as a matter of fact, there is some other stuff that I've been watching. <laughs> um, okay. I'm still a big fan of Poker Face with uh, Natasha Leone. Um, mm-hmm. I have uh, I'm up to date on all the episodes. They're really great. The guest star uh, appearances by all the actors are amazing. Um, but the, one of the other things that like are surrounding or that. Um, I guess is involved with that show is that she's doing a lot of promotions and she's one of the most interesting people I, I I kind of find to be on the late night talk show circuit. I don't know if you've seen any of her interviews, but she's been on like the Drew Barrymore show. She's been on late night with Jimmy Fallon. Um, she just, she kind of reminds me of, of like a Carrie Fisher, someone that like I would pay money to just sit there and listen mm-hmm. to hear talk mm-hmm. like she's got mm-hmm. cool stories i don't know if it's like a new yorker thing and like her smoker's voice but there's something of well, one i think i know what it is it's her intelligence she's a very intelligent yeah. person she's very witty she's very funny um she's beautiful um but she's very uh, quirky and she has sort of like an uh, a different type of beauty that that makes her really stand out from the rest of hollywood uh, and, and so hair. i think that's what makes me love yeah love the show even more is that the star of it is someone who's kind of kooky who is sort of you know left of center and it makes me like it even more i i'm just such a big fan of hers um she also makes the russian doll and she was talking on Night with Jimmy found that that's kind of being put on the back burner because she wants to direct. Um, and so she's going to, I think, be making her debut in, in films. And I think oh. that that will be really fascinating to see her perspective on filmmaking. Uh, one of the things that she said in regards to that, she's like, yeah, I think I'll call them pictures. I'm going to start making pictures. And it's just, she's so adorable. <laughs> like I just I like her so much because she yeah. has such a, like, it's a, just a different type of, celebrity um that we're not used to i think that she harkens to like another era it's like an 80s like i don't know there's something different about her i can't put my finger on it but she is amazing i do love her i'm a big fan i same here i completely agree i love everything she's done or (laughs) will do in the future (laughs) but i i think you hit it on the nail there there's something about her personality and it's just like you could tell her mind is racing faster than her mouth can probably keep up and she talks fast so it's like you know that the wheels in there are going really fast and i find that fascinating and even in the show poker face her it's almost like she's playing herself in a way because she her character is almost um equivalent to how she is in real life i think it's it's very similar of course yeah. she doesn't live on a car and drive around you know solving murders or maybe she does 
And this is just like a real life story. I don't know. (laughs) But it's, it's, yeah, she's fascinating. I, I enjoy all of her work. Yeah, I think what didn't Barbara Walters used to do like the top 10 most fascinating people of the year. Like, I feel like if if she was still alive and she was still doing that, she would be a shoe in for this year mm-hmm. um, because she is really, really interesting and just really fun to watch being interviewed. She's a really cool celebrity that I, I am a big fan of right now. Yeah. Outside of that, is there anything else that you've been watching or listening to? Uh I watched a few other movies um, and shows. Watched just real quick and name them. The Fablemans. Uh, watched. Uh, finally got around to watching the movie Hidden Figures uh, okay. that came out, I think, in 2016, and with Octavia Spencer and yeah. um, who else is in that movie? Janelle Monae. Yes, that was those three actresses: Janelle Monae, Octavia Spencer, and uh, oh goodness, I, I don't want to leave the last one out. I think her name is. Um, Oh goodness! Why am I blanking? Um, hold on, let me go to my trusted resource. Yes, I yeah. think you're correct. Yes, um, uh, Taraji P Henson. Yes, I don't know why. Sorry, Taraji, I blanked on your yeah. name. But there, there you are. There we go. We're never going to have her on our, on our podcast. <laughs> I blew that one. <laughs> Way to go, man! But all three of their performances were just fantastic and phenomenal it was just really well done i don't know why it took me so long to finally watch the movie but i did and i'm glad i did because the three characters that those ladies portrayed that they were based on real life characters they were just geniuses oh my goodness i was just amazed by that and i was like wow i wish i could be that smart really do yeah and and it's it's amazing it's an amazing true story but it's also kind of sad because it's a reminder of of where we came from historically Mm -hmm. speaking because they were black women and how they were held back because of that you know having to use separate restrooms being Mm -hmm. held in facilities and yet like they were literally like the smartest people in the room um so uh it it is but it is uh, a great celebratory moment uh for those women and um, it's just a really interesting film just to watch and know that they actually existed. And there's people that were that smart and uh, were instrumental in, you know, that whole space program thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so really cool. I, I definitely love watching that movie. It's one of my favorites. And it makes me wish, I mean, the society, um, how it was, that aside, it makes me miss or not miss, but wish that I had, we'd been alive, or me at least, during the space race, right? For that whole fascination of sending people up into the heavens, right? And up into the stars. And that's always fascinated me. And I wish I could have been around during that time, just for that bit. I could have done without all the segregation stuff. And, you know, maybe, you know, that's why I like that show Hidden Tomorrow so much, because it is that retro futuristic type of thing. Yeah, I feel you. Um, I think that that was a fascinating time within that specific aspect of his history. Exactly. Um, but like exactly. you said, you don't want to mm-hmm. stuff. Um, yeah. but that whole like retro futurism, um, I'm definitely a fan of. Like when we thought that we would have like flying cars and, mm-hmm. and robots and we still haven't been, you know, that hasn't been delivered to us, but um, I'm definitely a fan of that, that like 1960s 70s like 
future um in 23 uh, i kind of wish that it i don't know if you're familiar with it he does kind of graphic illustrations from that sort of type of era and um he's what really was his name again a lot of his stuff. jag okay s-h-a-g yeah okay. he does a lot of, of like uh really cool stuff i'm a big fan of his illustrations but um but yeah uh, i love that film yeah but outside of that I, i've spent most of my week um i decided to not only alphabetize all my comic books and graphic novels, <laughs> but also but also pull out my favorite variant cover artist. Mm-hmm. So I'm also because I, I don't know, I'm crazy, decided to pull all the comic covers by Maria Wolf, Peach Momoko, and Ed Luce, um, so that I could have them separated. Um, so that's been quite the daunting task to go oh, through wow. all my hundreds and hundreds of comics in order to pull those so um that's been uh, a timely uh, uh you know keeping you busy huh <laughs> been keeping me busy so i've been listening to a lot of music a lot of old school uh you know old school stuff from from like our heyday um i've been listening to uh Paul's album um listening to the smashing pumpkin so very on brand for me you know very 90s <laughs> it's funny you say that because I was listening to 90s albums as well. Of course, the um Nirvana Unplugged Live in New York that's always been on repeat on mine. And I, I still listen to it at least once a week, the whole album. Um, but I was also but something really to- funny yeah. happened to me. Not to cut you off, sorry, but my dad saw a Nirvana shirt and he was like, When are you guys gonna give it up with Nirvana? <laughs> And I said, when you guys stop talking about the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, and he's like, <laughs> I think, and today, I think I saw some, today would have been um, Kurt Cobain's 56th birthday, I think, oh, had yeah. he um, survived his demons, I guess. Um, so, yeah, circumstances. that's, yeah, yeah, circumstances, demons. Yeah, I think circumstances is probably a better word, because, you know, it's still a little gray area as to what went down if you believe all the different documentaries and whatnot i don't i'm not i'm not a. um i'm not like a really big um, conspiracy, conspiracy theorist, theorist. <laughs> yeah i i tend to think that like there's nothing stranger than you know the truth um yeah that's and true. you know mental illness is is a real bastard so um you know sometimes just reality in life is is weirder and stranger and a harder pill to swallow than anything that someone could make up so i don't know but i could be wrong i mean i could one day be you know confronted by the illuminati and (laughs) um, hopefully asked to join i want to join if they exist send me an email now, don't send me an email because I do get those emails, actually. Send me, like, a letter. Like, a letter with like, a wax seal to know that it's official. Ooh, yeah. There you fancy. go. Or, like, they had to write with, like, one of those, like, quills with, like, the feather in it. Delivered by a falcon. Yeah. Then you know you're dealing with the real Illuminati. I can't even speak a word, let alone, like, join. <laughs> You have to be able to say the word if you want to get in. That's like the first test. (laughs) Well, I think that's all I have for this week. Um, Everyone out there, thanks for tuning in, for hanging with us as we go through some glitches in our, you know, weepy 
our Wi-Fi this week. Um, hopefully it wasn't too bad and it was bearable. Uh, be sure to follow us on YouTube, subscribe, help us get to uh, a nice round number. We're currently sitting at 173, I think. I'd like to double that before the end of this year. So only with your help. So thank you, everyone. Um, follow, like, subscribe, and we'll see you next week.